When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a grand old fag, it's a high-flying fag, it's the emblem Yes, the West Perth theme song, of course, the grand old flag. They had a massive win on the weekend. They beat Claremont at Revo Stadium, uh, kept their finals hopes alive. And have to say, when I look at their draw on the run home, their destiny is probably to a large degree in their own hands. We've got their coach, Darren Harris, their premiership coach from last year on the line. Darren, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mark. How are you? I'm good, mate. It must have been just about your best win of the season at the weekend, was it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that one, the, the South Fremantle one, where we, we had a 63-point turnaround, they're probably the two standouts. But, yeah, um, I was really, really impressed with the way the, the lads went about it on the weekend. Their, their pressure was enormous. And um, to have 11 goal kickers says a lot about uh, the buy-in of the team, I believe. So who were the key players for you on the weekend? It looked like Luke Meadows had a big game. Yeah, it was um, it was a really hard one actually to do awards because everyone contributed. I think uh, I think our midfield were really good. Riley Sprigg had a, a big job against Dolly Eastland who's, who's become just about the best ruckman in the competition. And, and so I think we won 17 of the, the centre clearances, which was, which was um, a great effort. But he had, you know, Meadows, uh, Aidan Lynch... Um, Mitchie Pearce and, and Shane Nelson all really step up in there on the weekend. Aaron Black, I noticed uh, his stats uh, suggest he was injured. What happened there? Yeah, he got knocked out uh, early. At, um, yeah, Lockie Martinez was coming back, and when you looked at the vision, uh, he had his eyes for the footy the whole time, but, but he caught Blackie um, really hard high and, and knocked him out. So... He, he was out for a little bit. Um, by the time he got to the bench, he'd sort of become a bit more coherent. And uh, yeah, but there was there was no way he was going to be coming back on after after that. So talked to him last night. He, he seems pretty good. So hopefully he'll be okay after the bye. So what are the concussion protocols for for waffle footy? I, I presume they're the same as for the AFL, are they? Yeah, you, look, all of those um, situations are, are purely left up to medical for me. I, you know, I think gone are the day where the coaches just send you back out there. Um, so yeah, it's 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 really all about looking after the player. So same co- uh, protocols; they have to do a, a test early in the year, and then um, when they do it again, the scat test. Uh, if they don't pass it, they can't go back on. So you've got four games left, Harrow. You've got Perth, Peel, uh, South Fremantle, and East Perth. If you win all them, I suspect you'll be playing finals. Is that your is that your read on it? Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, we're, we're two games outside um, two two games outside the five. So 
you know, I guess you, you're relying on other teams and how they go. Um, I guess. But you're chasing Peel and you've got them, haven't you? So you can you can make up. That's one game right there. You can make it? one, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, we're not going to go away. We, we're going to fight the, the good fight. Um, and our players have really uh, learned a lot this year uh, about themselves under pressure. So, you know, to be able to come out on the weekend, I don't think Claremont had lost a game at home and do that. Gives us a lot of confidence that um, after the bye, we'll, we'll be able to go right after it. Is there a bit on a bit extra on games between West Perth and Claremont now because of your history with the club? Obviously, you were um, desperately unlucky, I thought, to be moved on by the club after the 2020 grand final loss. You beat them in 2022, and and uh, I think you gave us one of the all-time great celebrations post that. Is there a bit extra in those games now? Uh, I think I think for the players, they. They just want to beat whoever they play. Um, yeah, but for me to go back there and, and win, it, it definitely is enjoyable. Um, I can't <laughs> I can't deny that. Um, you know, uh, but again, I, I just love going up there um, after the game and being able to, you know, hug a couple of the players and talk to a few of the parents. And, you know, there's still a lot of strong relationships there. But, yeah, look, obviously enjoy, enjoy beating Claremont. Tell us about the coaching transition that's going to take place at West Perth at the end of the year and, and why has that taken place? Uh, so you'd imagine, you know, when I'd, I'd coached for a lot of years and I had a year out of it after the Claremont job, my wife and I had a great year, you know. We were able to go away on weekends, travel, all the things that, you know, for 20-odd for 20, 20 years of coaching that you're away three nights a week and you're you really are stuck for, um, you know, 26 to 28 year, weeks of the year. So um, when I took it back on, I said, look, uh, I'm really keen to help get the next coach and I'm not sure how long I'll last So if I, if I do come back on board. So it was going to be a year because we won it. It's become another year. And it just gives me the chance to, to mentor some coaches. And Jason Salasic has been the standout. Um, so because he was a standout last year with his work ethic and, and the way he went about it, and a club legend. He's coaching development this year, which gives him a great chance to, you know, tell his stories and motivate players, and, and those young players are going to come through the system, and, and there's some really quality Colts kids. So the succession plan's been a great one, and, and I think great footy clubs have all your key pillars all connected really well. So, you know, you got Fongy, Joe McCarthy, uh, myself and, and Ryan McKenzie, all uh, on the same page. And then you've got a board that supports you. So I think I think we're setting the club up for the future really well. Tell us about what sort of coach you think Jason Salisic will be. Oh, he's methodical. He, um, he puts in an enormous amount of time and effort. But, you know, I think the thing that I've watched with him um, is that he, he he lives and epitomises our values, and and they're really they're really what drive our footy club. Um, and so, because he he's a custodian of them, he's been a premiership captain. He he leads with a lot of that. Um, you know, uh, I guess he tells the story and he really pushes what it is to be a team player and a West Perth person. And what he's also been able to do is analyse the game really well and keep it simple. So these days, the simpler uh, your game plan is uh, and the more freedom your players have to play, I think the better result you get. And he's got a really good balance with that. Um, 
Yeah, and he, he's just really level now. Like, he was quite an intense younger man when he played, but I think he's become more balanced and calm and, um, yeah, doesn't let things get to him as much as he probably did when he was a younger player. Will you be involved at all next year, Harrow, or will you step away completely? Yeah, no, I'm really keen to, to still mentor and um, be involved. Uh, I, I'm not exactly sure how that's that's going to look, but I, I'd imagine it'd be sort of a, you know, probably a, a day a week at the club and, and come to most games and, and just be that, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good fun saying that now, but a bit of grey hair that um, hopefully can offer up a little bit of advice here and there and get people to think, but I definitely don't want to be, you know, um, too involved that, that people can't coach and grow. So, and I understand that I've been the coach, so I'll, I'll be making sure that it's, um, yeah, it's negotiated with everyone there that um, what I do is hopefully adding value. This is Mornings with Mark Duffield on SENWA. We're talking to West Perth Premiership coach Darren Harris. We are, of course, as always, brought to you by Isuzu Utes. Isuzu Utes, you can live your own way in the Isuzu D-Max. Harrow, um, it's tough to back up after a flag. How has your Premiership defence been so far? And how confident are you that you're – your best footy of the season, I guess, lies ahead of you because it's going to have to be if you're going to make finals. Yeah, look, it, it hasn't been it hasn't been an ideal year uh, from a performance point of view, but um, culturally, with the kids coming through, the way players have just turned up, you know, to the footy club and um, got about their work every week has been been fantastic. I think last year we we were on what we would call the innocent climb. So you got a new coach in, um, he's preaching pretty hard on, on what needs to be done and everyone's eyes are wide open because they haven't won one for eight or nine years. And, and I think uh, that real buy-in and that hunger um, from everyone meant that, you know, I think it was around 15 we had our first soft tissue injury. So they're, they're all the standards you live with your preparation, it's how hard all your coaches and your, your support staff and your medical staff are working. It's a combination of all those things. And, and what what's happened this year is it only takes a little bit of your standards to drop away when you when you have a few injuries. Um, and you, you can fall away from a consistency point of view. And we identified that about five or six weeks ago. And we've been working really hard on getting those standards right again. And, and it was just a matter of time. We felt it turned probably about three weeks ago. And then our first quarter against West Coast was, was quality. And then on the weekend, to, to beat a team like Claremont, um, the way we did, says that those standards have, have really come back. So I think as much as the performance hasn't been great, the lessons learnt for the future are, are fantastic. And I think if we can maintain those standards, we're going to be pretty hard to beat in these last four games. Tell us about West Perth, the club. I was fascinated when there was a lot of stuff going on about reviewing the waffle competition and equality a, a, a few weeks ago. And West Perth doesn't have really any sort of um, strong or heavily populated country zones, but you seem to be able to sustain yourself through that Northwestern metropolitan corridor. Tell us about how the club stacks up at the moment. Yeah, look, I think, I think what happened and, and it goes back a fair way. There's, there's a long history, as you know, like, but, when, when I think about Jeff Geeshan, when he came in, we'd, we'd won a couple, I think two or three wooden spoons in a row, and he just brought this real professionalism and hard edge, and, and there was a lot of us that, that really grabbed hold of that. And then you have a bloke like John Dimmer come in who compliments him, 
And so what you end up with is this really great recipe. And so over the journey, uh, the coaches, uh, the assistant coaches, the players, like West Perth has had, if, if you went through, the amount of 100, 200 game players, um, you know, life members, all my coaching staff are ex-players and they're Breckler medalists, premiership players, um, legends of our footy club, is that that's what it does. It, you want to be there because it's just a great place to be. And I think that culture and that environment of really caring and, and looking after each other means that we're, we're often the last to surrender. We, we just don't give in. Um, and I think that's held us in really good stead over the, over the journey in a zone that, you know, we're getting more and more buy-in because people are starting to understand that it's a, it's a great environment and great place to be, not only as a footballer but as a person. Harry, wish you all the best for the rest of the season. You've been a great waffle coach. I hope you have uh, great stuff ahead of you going forward at the end of this season as well. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks, Duff. Go well, mate.